There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Death can be a tricky nut to crack in any media. While there are certainly examples of sudden character deaths which came totally out of nowhere and blindsided viewers in a good way, often it leaves fans feeling that the character had so much more left to give. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 TV characters who died too early. Number 10, Stringer Bell, The Wire. Stringer Bell will always rank highly in debates about The Wire's single greatest character, given how fantastically he skirted clear of typical gangster conventions. As intelligent as he was ambitious, Stringer served as the second in command to drug Kingpin Avon, and thanks to Idris Elba's masterful performance, it was tough to imagine the show without him. But sadly, Stringer's time prematurely ran out at the end of season 3, when his lofty plans to unseat Avon from his own empire spectacularly backfired. Ultimately, Avon caught wind of Stringer's plot and set him up to be gunned down. Though in fairness it is one chef's kiss of a death scene, a sliver of the show's magic was unmistakably gone for those final two Sand Stringer seasons. Number 9. Charlie Pace Lost Rockstar drug addict Charlie Pace is undeniably one of Lost's all-time fan favourite characters, so a good portion of viewers were left utterly distraught when he suffered a sacrificial drowning death at the end of the show's third season. Charlie was, in many ways, Lost's heart and soul, because watching him grow and conquer his demons over the course of those first three seasons was simply enormously gratifying to watch. And while Charlie certainly did meet a fittingly heroic end, his absence nevertheless left a void for the remaining three seasons and near 50 episodes. One can't help but think that his death might have been a bit more of an emotional sledgehammer had it occurred a little later in the show's run. Number 8. Zoe Barnes' House of Cards Though House of Cards' first season made it abundantly clear that Congressman Frank Underwood wasn't beyond committing murder to assure his own political ascendancy, viewers were still left slack-jawed when he killed reporter Zoe Barnes in the second season's very first episode. While fans of the original British series were well aware that Barnes' equivalent was killed in the end, the Netflix series' larger scale seemed to imply that Frank and Zoe's battle of wits would span several seasons. Instead of that though, Frank just pushes Zoe in front of a train at the very start of season 2, clearing the table a little too neatly considering how focused season 1 was on Frank and Zoe's relationship. For the rest of the show's run, it somewhat struggled to rustle up adversaries for Frank who were as compelling as Zoe, and clearly she should have been in the picture for far longer than a mere 14 episodes. Number 7. Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes 
Luke Cage. The Luke Cage showrunners clearly did not know what they had when they hired the brilliant Mahershala Ali to play ruthless comic book villain Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes for their Netflix show. Ali's expertly calibrated performance walked a fine line between charming and intimidating, and for the first half of the show's inaugural season, seemed to suggest one hell of a showdown between him and super-powered protagonist Cage was on the cards. But for reasons which will forever remain baffling, the decision was instead made to kill Cottonmouth off in just the show's seventh episode, with his own cousin beating him to death with a microphone stand. Considering that Ali won two Best Supporting Actor Oscars within three years of Luke Cage's first season airing, you can't really imagine that he's too cut up about Cottonmouth's hasty demise. Number 6. Tasha Yar, Star Trek The Next Generation The role of Tasha Yar in Star Trek The Next Generation is one of TV's all-time greatest missed opportunities, plain and simple. In the show's undeniably rough first season, Yar was easily one of the Enterprise's most intriguing characters, a tough, capable heroine with an intriguingly dark backstory. Sadly, actor Denise Crosby grew increasingly frustrated at the smaller size of her role throughout that first season and eventually asked to be released from her contract, resulting in her highly controversial demise near the end of Season 1. Even if you can't accept Yar's rather silly death at the hands of extraterrestrial Tarman Amos, it's unfortunate that Crosby was so committed to bailing from the show, because the uptick in quality from Season 2 onward was undeniable. Number 5. Curtis Manning, 24 CTU agent Curtis Manning was introduced at the start of 24's fourth season and became an instant hit with fans. Hell, he got so popular that rumours even suggested at the time that he was being courted to serve as the show's new lead should Kiefer Sutherland ever decide to depart. But despite his esteem with fans, Curtis was shockingly and pointlessly killed off early on in Season 6 by Jack Bauer himself no less, I don't know, maybe he was a bit jealous or something. To further rub salt in the wound, the episode then ends with a suitcase nuke going off, killing 12,000 people and basically encouraging audiences to just completely forget about Curtis as fast as possible. Given that Fox has struggled to kickstart new iterations of 24 Sans Bauer, they could have saved themselves a huge headache here and made a ton more money too by simply keeping Curtis alive and letting him take up Sutherland's mantle when the time came. Number 4. Bill Pargrave, Killing Eve Though Killing Eve has of course been defined by the intensely compelling dynamic between Eve and Villanelle, an early diamond in the rough emerged by way of Eve's boss and close friend, Bill Pargrave. While Bill initially seemed like a typical white middle-aged stuffed shirt government spook, it quickly became clear that he was so much more than that. For starters, he genuinely cared about Eve and even aided her in her more off-the-books investigations. His personal life, meanwhile, seemed to be a good deal more advanced than his button-down appearance might have suggested. So it was a true heartbreak that such an interesting and likeable presence was snuffed out at the end of the show's third episode. Now, Bill absolutely had to die sooner or later in order to foreground Eve versus Villanelle, but his death surely would have felt more earned had it been shuffled closer to the end of the first season while giving audiences a little more time to know him. Number 3. Lexa The 100 The 100 steely warrior Lexa became an instant fan-favorite character after she was introduced midway through the show's second season. But things turned sour midway through season 3, when Alexa got unceremoniously killed off mere moments after having sex with Clark for the first time no less. Many
Many fans cried foul that this was another tiresome example of the well-worn Burrier Gears trope, which so often dictates that gay characters are destined to die or otherwise suffer a tragic fate. The show's creator Jason Rothenberg eventually apologised for unknowingly invoking the trope, though added that he would have killed Lexa regardless, albeit without the proximity of her sexual relationship with Clark. Given Lexa's popularity though, it was clearly a major mistake to kill her off while in the midst of a character arc, which audiences were majorly invested in. Number two. Shane Walsh, The Walking Dead. While it's fair to say that The Walking Dead Shane Walsh was also killed off relatively early in the comic books and actually outlived his comic counterpart, John Bernthal's show-stealing performance as the character left viewers hopeful that he might stick around for a longer haul. Sadly, that wasn't the case, as the second season's penultimate episode saw Shane stabbed to death by Rick and then his reanimated Walker self shot in the head by Carl. The Shane-Rick dynamic helped prop up the show considerably during its slog of a second season, but it really felt like far more dramatic mileage could have been mined out of it before pulling the trigger on Shane. More than anything though, Burnthor was just such a magnetic presence that it probably would have been worth delaying his death by a season or two, if not deviating from the source material entirely. Number 1. James Doak's Dexter. Dexter is another example of a show which killed off a great foil for no real reason, in this case the potty mouthed detective James Dokes. In the show's first two seasons, Dokes gets the closest to bringing Dexter to justice for his murderous antics, expressing a constant suspicion of his activities and eventually having his suspicions confirmed in the season 2 finale. Unfortunately, because Dexter was destined to go on for another six seasons, it's just in the contract, this knowledge also sealed Dokes' fate, leading to him being blown up at the end of season too. Though the next few seasons survived just fine without him, it still felt like a huge waste of such a great character and actor whose feud with Dexter probably should have continued for a good while longer. All the more so given that Dokes actually survived in the source material. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.